dollars taking off today up half a percent. Gold is under pressure. Yields, though, are calm right now. Let's talk specifically about ways to get exposure to gold. And what I'm understanding is like a digital gold. We've got Ashraf Rizvi joining us, CEO and founder at Gilded. And you go by Riz. Welcome to the show, Riz. So explain to us what Gilded does. I'm looking at the website and it feels like it's literal digital gold. Well, thanks for having me on the program, Oliver. Um, uh, sure thing. I appreciate the opportunity to have the conversation. So um, at Gilded, what we do is we make uh, physical gold uh, functional. And so what that means is making it digital, mobile, and usable, where you can utilize 21st century technology, mobile app, a mobile phone, and blockchain to actually own the physical asset, which is stored in a vault for you, and it becomes your title, your property, and your ownership. So this is gold on the blockchain. It is absolutely so it does all the things that you'd like it to do in the sense that we can make it now easy to use easy to access and in certain countries we're live in about 12 countries across the world right now we actually have the ability where you can even send it or gift it to a friend hmm. in the u.s we're just starting to go live in beta and you can uh, download the app and you can make a purchase and uh, hold it you can even see the picture of the bar a specific bar that you own the certificate of authenticity wow. as well as the serial number you can see the picture of the gold bar that you've got a piece of? Absolutely. Um, and, and you can, <laughs> and one of the nice features is that you can actually, you can buy a partial. So therefore you can buy as little as one gram, which is a little less than about 60 bucks these days. Okay. Or you can buy the entire bar, which is, um, which is the, these days about $57,000, which is about one, which is 1,000 grams. So who owns all this gold? How much is available to be bought through Gilded? <clears throat> so we've got uh, tens of millions of dollars. We've got um, in India alone, we have over 200,000 downloads um, with relatively little advertising. And uh, we're seeing interest at the retail level, um, but we're also seeing interest uh, with some companies and corporates and even central banks and governments were very mm. interested in the product because now it becomes functional much more like uh money but you don't have the uh challenges that people of course face with traditional money and that uh, uh particularly for things like cross-border movement it's expensive um, but also it's uh it's your title your property and it's not an iou like uh money that you have in a bank it sounds like uh, you don't want to use the word crypto, Riz. Uh, I know that this is the hot button subject, right? Is Bitcoin and the crypto world eating away at the case for gold? This offers a pretty strong, it seems, pushback against, or maybe an acknowledgement that there are things here that crypto does that gold can't. Do you think you're fully closing that gap? To what degree can you close that gap with gold? I mean, let's cut to the chase here, right? This is a function of Bitcoin's competition. Well, I love the question, Oliver. That's great. Um, so yeah, you're you're spot on. So this is not crypto. So it's, uh, you, you get the physical asset and it's your title, your property. Um, so it's quite different than crypto or even the banking system in that, um, you mm -hmm. know, in the banking system, the, uh, the money is at a bank. And so therefore it's an IOU and you have credit risk to that bank. Um, in this case, your title, your property, and even in crypto or a stable coin, they're often holding the asset at some financial institution. So once and again, you're exposed in crypto, there's no physical asset behind it. It's, uh, 
it's maybe held at a place like Coinbase or Binance or something like that. So they become your custodian. And, uh, and you know, again, it, you know, not your coins, not your, uh, <laughs> you know, not, not your keys, not your coins problem. So here, of course, the, the gold is held in a Brinks fully insured vault, audited, mm. independently audited, the gold is verified. But most important is it's your title, your, it's your property. So it, it falls under legal discipline of bailment and that's something that applies only to physical goods and commodities. And so that's something hmm. you get really get the benefit of. So uh, the, the benefits there, the, uh, are you with those associations and those particular uh, labels with gold? I think that, that's pretty compelling. Whereas uh, uh, on the flip side, the ability to transact uh, or even send to another one, walk me through how that works. In particular, you mentioned earlier, you can gift gold on this. Obviously, that's an important part of what these non-traditional currencies or tokens or gold are really trying to accomplish right now is that ability to send, especially across borders. What can you do with Gilded right now? Yeah, it's a really good, uh, that's, I think that's a good segue to the power of what is possible now. So by leveraging 21st century technology, so mobile app, blockchain, and uh, a mobile phone, it's now possible that the gold stays in the vault, but it moves in terms of title from person A to person B. So in other words, I could gift to you, you could gift to me. Um, so you can think of that as, a, let's say, Venmo or Zelle, basically on, in, on steroids almost in the sense that you can do it faster, it's instantaneous, hmm. um, and you could do it cross-border because we're not having to move currency. We're not having to translate dollars to hmm. sterling or dollars to yen, um, and it's your title, your property that's moving at the end of the day. So we have the ability to do that in a number of countries already uh, where we launched uh, initially, so Southeast Asia, India, parts of the Middle East. We're bringing that to the U.S. soon, so uh, we're in the process of getting various licenses for money transmission. Mm. And once we've got those, then we'll be able to offer that to people in the United States. But you can already buy, download the app and buy and hold, uh, and then obviously we want to take it to the next level where we would be able to have that functionality to be able to even send. So U.S. now you can and buy and hold. You're working on getting the registration so that you can have the sending component from here in the U.S. to another area where the app's been approved. You, you, India as an example here, it sounds like that's where a lot of this started. Big pickup you mentioned at the top of the conversation. I can send it there. Any idea what timeline it looks like or the odds that you are going to get that approval? I think the uh, the odds of the approval are very high. That's It's pretty standard uh, in okay. terms of money transmission license. The, the timeline is really, of course, uh, driven at a state-by-state -state level. Um, but there's established processes for doing that, so we expect to get those um, in, due, in due course. And also then I think we'll be able to offer additional features as well. We uh, hope to be able to offer additional features where we might be able to, in due course, tie it to, for example, a debit card or credit card, mm. or to be able to make a loan against the gold that you have because it's your title, your property, or even to be able to earn interest or return on the asset. <laughs> um, but still maintaining that integrity of the importance of the fact that it's your title, your property. It's easy to use. You can do it all through a, a mobile app, and you don't need to have some sort of cryptographic keys or anything like that. In the areas where the uh, transfer is possible from one user to the next, what are the fees associated, and how does Gilded make money? Is there a fee associated with any of this? Yeah, that's a great question. Of course, 
fees are something everybody cares about. Uh, we want to make it as low cost as possible. So, so the great thing is that uh, for transferring or sending or gifting, it's free. So we only charge a fee for when you convert your fiat into the into the gold itself. Okay. Um, and so there's there's a fee there, which is typically around one percent. Um, but you're now the owner of the physical asset. And then we charge an ongoing fee to stay on the network or on the platform, which is ranges from 50 basis points to 1% uh, over the course of the year. Um, but uh, after that, once you're on the network, you can transact as many times as you like, as frequently as you want, always free. So you can almost think of it as a super highway where you pay to get onto the toll, you know, um, you pay sort of like a onboarding uh, fee to get on the toll road and the superhighway being the toll road, but now you can move as fast as you like, 24 seven, um, and as many times as you like, always for free. Super interesting, uh, Ashraf, I appreciate you being here with us this morning. Uh, creative, smart, really interesting, and uh, looking forward to seeing uh, how the adoption uh, goes and how the regulation goes, so certainly keep us posted, wanna uh, stay on the beat here, really good stuff. Well, thanks a lot for having me, Oliver. Appreciate it. And you know, I guess I'd summarize it by saying, you know, Gilded, what we're doing, we're making physical gold functional and we're making it digital, mobile and usable so that it has all the power and features of money. But having, you know, that ultimate store of value that people have relied on gold for, for 5,000 plus years. All right. We'll see how they receive it. Definitely a competitor here to some of the digital stuff. Ashraf Rizvi is the CEO and founder at Gilded Digital Gold and gold on the blockchain.